I think there are some positives to, to this um, uh, change, and I shouldn't really call it a change because in my 30 years of being in this industry, we've always had options that patients could get without seeing a provider. That's, that's always been a thing. So now we're just calling it an over-the-counter hearing aid. Now, now there's some different stipulations to that in terms of the guidelines from the FDA. But the, the way they, they, they suggest this, they pronounce this, is it's for people with a perceived mild to moderate hearing loss. And the reality of it is, is most of the patients I see, those are patients I'm not treating. That's a patient that I'm typically saying, you know, let's see again in a couple of years. Let's keep the monitor it and see how it's going. But I think the positive from this is the discussion. People are talking about here in healthcare now. So I see that as a really good thing. And from an industry standpoint, that's never a bad thing to have discussion. Um, the negative I see is the, the whole thing with the perception, because I have patients who come in with severe hearing losses who perceive that they're perfectly fine. Hmm. Uh, and that's because they can compensate for their sharing loss. They can see you. They know what you're talking about. So what they don't hear, they can they can fill in the gaps. But the problem with that is that their brain's not being stimulated with sound, specifically the sounds that help you understand. And the longer we're depriving the brain of that information, the patient loses more of their ability to understand speech. It's, it's called auditory deprivation. So my biggest concern with this is patients who need the right help with a provider, try something like this, and it doesn't work for them because it's really not for them. So they just decide that hearing aids don't work for them at all. They avoid getting the correct help. So from a testing standpoint, I think it's it's really important for patients to to maybe see a provider first to find out where they are. I think that's important. And they go from there. Yeah, with us is Dr. Brian Smith again, as we mentioned. Uh, he's with Audiophone. He's got offices Akron, Massillon, and also in Dover. Brian, let me ask you this, just so you can educate us in your line of work in this sector when we talk about hearing aids. People come to you and they schedule an appointment. You mentioned the people with not as bad a hearing. Are you able to, are there different categories, I guess I should say, of hearing aids from where you need a little help to a lot of help? Absolutely. And, and, and there are a lot of low-cost quality aids out there, and there always have been. So if patients have that need and it's just a little bit, throwing more money at the problem doesn't necessarily make it better. Um, so there are plenty of hearing aids out there that, that fit all types of needs or budgets. Um, and then on the other side of it, there are low-cost, not-quality devices out there. So that's where you got to you know, trust and have trust in your provider to kind of guide you down that path of what things are most appropriate for you. But this is, you know, this, this population that they're, they're serving, this mild and moderate population, are typically people that, again, I, I'm not typically going to be fitting with a hearing aid just yet, but if they perceive the need for it, there are options for them that are, you know, either over-the-counter, in this case, or with a provider. I'm going to venture to say that their out-of-pocket expenses would probably be fairly similar. Brian, when we talk about hearing loss in 2022, more patients with hearing problems than we saw 20, 30 years ago? No, I think the I think the demographics have stayed the same. Well, let me let me put it this way: our, our population is getting older, so mm-hmm. in a sense, yes. Um, you know, as we, as the population is aged, and we have this this uh, the baby boomer group is getting that that is just swelling and swelling and swelling. We have more patients that fit the demographics that that probably are going to need help. So yes, that's true, but it's not because of wearing you know AirPods or okay. you know, 
in-ear monitors or whatever people are using these days. I, I wouldn't consider that as the, the culprit of, of, you know, more increased hearing loss. It's simply this we have an older population. So how would you categorize this change as we wrap up the conversation, Dr. Smith? How would you categorize this change in regards to hearing aids? I think it's a positive move, again, from the dialogue standpoint. Right mm-hmm. now, people are talking about it. And if it gets more people into better hearing and better hearing health care, you know, if they don't seek a provider initially, but then they're still having issues, that might prompt them to get into somebody to, to kind of figure out where we're going and what we need to be doing with them. 